Hello. Hello. I'm Holly. I'm Kirsten. And you're listening to The Alternative. Y'all, we are so excited to welcome you to the first episode of our podcast, The Alternative. This is an occult comedy podcast, and each week, Kirsten will be blind reacting as I do a deep dive into the occult, mysterious, and the supernatural. Is it just you doing the deep dive, or can I dive with you? You can dive. Okay. Get your scuba gear. Get your snorkel. Get my little tank. Where's your flippers? I like to find the origin story and the facts of folklore, or things that are just generally misunderstood. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at y'all underscore pod to stay up to date on what's going on over here on The Alternative. Pictures and videos for each week's story will be posted there, so be sure to check that out. And we have a website. Visit archeomedia.com slash alternative for sources, news, and contact information. We're working on merch, so when that's available, you'll be able to find it there. That's A-R-C-H-I-U-M media.com slash the alternative. Y'all, we have some cool stuff planned for this podcast, and you may even see some of our close friends on future episodes. Wink. We don't have friends. Mm, We got one, and he's scheduled. You booked him? I booked him. I was like, I'll send you the contract, and then I'll put you on the Google Doc calendar. Kirsten, I had a little idea for a segment, but bitch, I love it. What? Did you say bitch? No, I said what? Oh, so how about some odd news? Hit me with it. <laughs> Are you like telling the odd news now? Or Yeah, I'm telling the odd news okay. now. Well, this week in odd news, police in the Mexico state of Coahuila recently arrested a knife-wielding Chucky doll. And it's been Triloquist owner for terrorizing people in the street for money. Both were handcuffed, booked, and jailed. They even took a mugshot of Chucky. P.S. The ventriloquist tested positive for drugs. Oh, when you said ventriloquist, I was thinking the puppet. Yeah. <laughs> like, what kind of drugs oh, are well. this puppet doing? Like, is this puppet doing? Like, he's just railing cocaine? No, no, no. The, uh, what would, what would his name be? The vin- ventriloquist operator? No, that's, that's. No, that's right. That's right. It's a ventrilo- ventriloquist. Yeah. Um. Do you want to see a picture? Uh, I can yeah. find one. I would. They put Chucky in handcuffs and booked him and took him a, cho- a mug shot. Like that's... a doll. A doll. Did they get thumbprints? Uh, good question. I don't know, but it was looking kind of cute. I saw this little picture of this little guy. Did they, like, let him operate? Oh, that's kind of funny. No, they were released the next day. Did they get to keep the money? I don't know. You should have reported on that because you're asking the good questions that were not in the article. Yeah. I'm really curious about this. I don't know how much money they got. I know, but Chuggy had a real knife in his little tiny doll hand. Huh. I just, I wonder how much force, like... You think he resisted? Oh, 100%. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they had to tase him. Chucky or the ventrilo- ventriloquist? No, Chucky. Probably. I'd imagine so. I probably shot him. All right, Kirsten. Do you want to sit in the chair? I'm Gucci right here. I got my computer. I got my little mouse. I got my vape. Okay, Kirsten. We want our listeners to feel like they know us on a personal level. All three of them. Um, so, in honor of our first episode, I have prepared an interview portion. Oh, God. I even have index cards. And um, after you give your answers, I might answer. I don't know. <laughs> I don't like this. Okay. It's fun. Have fun with it. Okay, first things first. Fuck, Mary kill. Bigfoot, Mothman, Loch Ness Monster. Oh, easy. Um, Mary the Loch Ness Monster, fuck Mothman, 
and kill Bigfoot. Why are you killing Bigfoot? What do he do? I'm not a feet guy. Oh my god, he's got big ones, so that makes sense. <laughs> okay, well, for me, I would fuck Mothman. He's a gentle and caring lover that I've heard. Just through the grapevine. You've I would it. marry Bigfoot because we don't see him much. And That's I would great. kill the Loch Ness Monster because he always needs about tree food. I've never seen that episode. No, I know. I know okay, what that is. I mean... <laughs> okay, moving on. Is a hot dog a sandwich? Um, no. Why? I understand. Because growing up, it's hamburger or hot dog style. And so it wouldn't make sense because a hamburger is a sandwich. So why would they both just be sandwiches? It does make sense because that's about direction. Yeah, no, I, it's not. It's not a sandwich. They can be both be in the same in the sandwich category. No. It's in between two buns, two breads. There, there doesn't need to be a sandwich category. Yes, there does. You no, got PBJ sandwich, ham sandwich, cheese sandwich. Yeah, that's it. They're just. Sandwiches. I don't know. I just, I don't believe in it. That's like the same thing as saying cereal is soup. And I don't like that. Oh, that makes more sense. No, it doesn't. It makes more sense than the hot dog hamburger argument. Oh, I mean, whatever. Move on. We'll get off the subject because I'm going to get triggered. Okay. Have you ever seen a ghost? No. I've never seen a ghost, but I've had like weird, like, experiences with what i could believe were spirit-like things let's hear it uh they involve other people that i don't want to talk about you can give them fake names i could but i don't know it's first of all okay so i'll talk about peyton because she's fine okay but there was one time where me and Peyton, we had one of those little ghost box things. You remember the ghost box thing that I had? Wait, I was there for this. No, this was another time, but I think I told you about this. No, we did the ghost box at the cemetery. We did, but we went and did it at, with, um, I think it was me, Peyton, and our other friend. Mm-hmm. We went and, we went to this house that I was obsessed with, like I was like drawn to. And so... Whenever we were going through, when we were doing it, it was popping up all these different words, like, no big deal, whatever. And so we're sitting there, asking questions, saying things, and out of nowhere, we're on the car. Like, we're, we didn't get out of the car. We're sitting in the car because mm-hmm. we're not brave. But her name pops up, Peyton. Like, clear as day, it just says Peyton. And, like, that's weird. You that know? is weird because her name is, like, I mean, it's pretty common, but. That- yeah, it's, it's common, but, like. Was it spelled the same? It was spelled the same. P-E-Y-T-O-N. I believe it. Craziest thing. And then there was another time. Okay, actually, this was, I think I, like, blocked this one out of my head. Um, We went over to Sarah Jane Lane. Okay. We went over to Sarah Jane Lane. And have you ever been down there? Is that the same as, is that the one with the light? No, that's Saratoga. Oh, okay. This is the one about the baby. Oh, she's looking for her baby, and you can yes. hear baby cry. Yeah, so, okay, we brought the thing over there, too, and so we're sitting on the side of the road. Um, like, we pulled over. There's rocks all over where we're, like, parked at, you know, but we're not on the road anymore. And so we're kind of, like, on the shoulder a little bit. So we're sitting there, and, like, we set, the, we set the thing down, like, just to let it do its thing. We weren't really, like, paying attention to it. And then out of nowhere, it popped up, and it said, baby. I knew you were going to say that. It was so freaky. It said baby. And then it said, I believe it said Sarah. Peyton has it all written down because, like, it was freaky. Because, um, we, like, we looked into the log. But 
it also said, I think, river or something like that. And then out of nowhere, because we had the windows rolled down, it stunk. Like, it reeked. Like, something died. And we were, like, freaking out. So, Peyton's literally crying at this point. We're trying to start the car and go. And the car gets stuck. Like, we tried to go, and it would not go. It turned on. Everything was fine. Like, her cars drove fine this whole time. But it literally would not go. Like, whenever we went to go, like, we kind of, like, skirted. And, like, it, like, skirt. Yeah, skirt. <laughs> and um, we ended up finally getting out of there. But we, like, we booked that is it. so scary. We, we went, like, to, <laughs> like, we booked it so far. We went, ended up going to the mall and just sitting there and was, like, breathing. We're, like, <gasps> oh, my God. It was freaky. It was really freaky. You know, okay, I have a story. But whenever I was a kid... My dad lived in an apartment, okay, and it was a one-bedroom, and he had a futon in the living room, and I had to sleep there, and on the other side of the, like, the futon was up against the wall, but the, it was one of those sliding doors with, like, the, you know, the apartment things on, the kind of blinds that are, like, vertical, and they're loud, Mm -hmm. and I'm, like, probably six or seven, and I'm sleeping, and I wake up because I hear those blinds. It wakes me up, and whenever I open my eyes, I can. There's a man. His head is over me. I can see his whole face. He had like a top hat, like the round glasses, uh, like a little mustache thing, just like a light like a mustache. Goatee? What? No, that's no, that's down here. I thought that was up here and down here. No, no, no. Goatee is goatee is just this. He had like just like the oh. like a thin mustache right here. Oh. And I could see his clothes. He had on, like, a a suit or whatever. And he had no fucking legs. It just, like, like a cartoon ghost. How it just kind of... That's weird. Ends right there. And he was, like, green. And I did not sleep the rest of the night. Was it the Flying Dutchman? I don't... I feel like no, because the Flying Dutchman doesn't wear a top hat. He's a pirate hat. But I told my mom about it. And I don't know if she was just trying to make me feel better. But she was, like... That's your spirit guide. He was guiding you. Know you know what? But why would he touch the scary blind? There was a time where I had fallen asleep on the couch. I think I, like, dreamt this. Like, I genuinely believe I dreamt this. That's what I think but about what I, I saw. also, like, it felt so real. But I fell asleep on the couch at my aunt's house one time. And, like, we, we went through something before that. But I fell asleep with my shoes on. I remember waking up in the middle of the night and... There was some, like, red figure that was like, you need to take your shoes off. Oh, my God. What if it was no And one? I was like, what the, what the hell? And so it, like, walked away from me. And then I was like, okay, that's weird. Went back to sleep. Woke up the next morning and I was like, this was why my dad told me not to fall asleep with my shoes on. And so never again do I sleep with anything on my feet because I was like, this is what happens when you what sleep with your of, shoes on. What kind of red figure? Like a red ghost or like a red person or like a red demon? It was like a red like light, but like it was in the shape of another man. I, I, I oh, like just, an outline? Yeah. And it was really weird. That is weird. I, I, like at the time I was like, that was that was the devil. <laughs> <gasps> oh, my. like I genuinely believed that, that. Like I said, I'm pretty sure I probably just dreamt that or something, but it felt so real. And, like, ever since then, I was like, yeah, don't fall asleep with your shoes on. Or the devil's going to come and tell you to take them off. Do you tell your kids that? 
That's a good lesson. Isn't I mean, I'm pretty sure Marina has seen some. Whenever we, whenever I used to live with you. Oh, that house was so haunted. It was so haunted. But you remember when Amilda hit? Yeah. Uh, the tropical storm? Yeah. So Amilda hit and we're in the room. Marina's scared because it's raining like crazy. And so I was like, Marina, just like, come get over here. Like, come lay with me. And so she's like, okay. And so she goes to start laying with me. And then she like looks at the door and she goes and starts walking to the door. And I was like, what are you doing? She said, well, that man wants me to let him in. I said, oh, what? my God. She said, yeah, that man wants me to let him in. I said, where is the man? And she pointed like by the door. And I was like, there's no man. Get in the bed. She was like, mommy, he's right there. I was like, Marina, shut up and get in bed. We're not talking about it. Oh, like, you're not letting no God. man into this house. I have so many stories about that house. I have to pee, but maybe we'll. question yeah if you could time travel to any past event which would you revisit any past event like at any point oh okay like not just like in my life but like no any time in history yeah um i know this sounds really screwed up <laughs> but the holocaust <laughs> no for <laughs> what i i don't know what do you I think back? I've always been very interested in the Holocaust. Like, I just want to, like, genuinely, not, like, experience it. Oh, but just, like, see what went on. I want to see, like, what went on. I want to see, I mean, like, obviously I know how bad it is, but, like, I don't know. I'm just very interested in it. And, like, it's sad. Don't get me wrong. I probably don't want to genuinely experience Would that. Would you go back like, and kill Hitler? Yeah, obviously. Well, then that's fine. You can go back to the Holocaust. Yeah. Oh, actually, okay, my grandma... She no, no, no. Oh, sorry. Are you changing your answer? No, I want to experience the Holocaust. That sounds weird when I say it. But I <laughs> I also I don't know. I'd I probably like Zodiac Killer, you know? I want to go and see like I want to know if I don't know who the Zodiac Killer is before I'm dead, I will feel like unfinished, you know? I will probably haunt this place because I've got unfinished business here. I used to listen to true crime I can't anymore because it made me so scared. I couldn't even leave my house. I thought everybody was a murderer. But I remember listening to that one and I thought that they had like a suspect that they think it was and he died. Like they couldn't do DNA for him because he was Yeah, dead. but like I genuinely want to know. They have a suspect. They had a suspect, but they've had like thousands of suspects. You know, they've. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't, don't know. know anything. I want to genuinely know. Same with like Madeline McCain. Like, oh, what God. happened? John Benet Ramsey keeps me up at that's, night. That's that's my Roman Empire. Oh my God. <laughs> I I don't understand why they haven't done DNA testing for John Benet Ramsey. It was not that long ago. It was not that long ago. No, I don't know. It there's there's so many. I still think the brother did it. I still think that the brother did it, and I think that the parents had so much to do with covering it up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this is pointless to ask you now, but I'm gonna read it anyway. What is your Roman Empire? <laughs> yeah, I guess John Benet Ramsey, Zodiac Killer. It'd be mine is the Triangle Shirt Waste Factory Fire, <laughs> and I will not be explaining that further. What was your first email address? I remember mine. It was Z O M G K A Y. Z-O-M-G-K. Yeah. That's not even bad. Mine was... It's cringe. No, this is cringe. 
Mine was Ryan Sheckler Lover at AOL.com. You know what? That makes sense for you. I was so deep in my skateboarding phase that I wore Etnies and I wore uh, one time I was like, yeah, I can skateboard. My cousin lived like across the street from me and he had his friend over and I was like, y'all want to see me shredded on the skateboard? Oh, this hurts me to talk about. But I was like skateboarding or whatever. And my cousin was like, I'm going to go get my four wheeler and I want you to hang on to the back of it. And I'm going to drive really fast while you're on the skateboard. Just hang on to you're the back. You're so stupid. Immediately, you're so stupid. I did it. I know. <laughs> and the skateboard fell out from under me, and I was still hanging on to the four-wheeler, and I was sliding down the road on my knees, <gasps> and my knees had humongous gashes, and of course, I was wearing wide leg pants, so there was denim stuck in my wounds, and my mom had to pick it out with a tweezer, and it was so miserable. You're so stupid. I know. I was like 10. No, no, I wasn't. I was like 13. <laughs> I was definitely too old to be like, but his friend was there and I was like, yeah, I'm going to be a cool girl. And be like, yeah, I'm not like other girls. I'm a cool one that skateboards. <laughs> I'm fucking stupid. <laughs> I'm worse. Okay. On the ghost question, I was going to tell you this, but I forgot. But you know how I built like a little set for the podcast in my dining room and I did the gallery wall. And I have, like, all my ancestors' pictures. I put my grandpa Luigi at the very, very top because he hung himself. And it just felt right. And the other day, I'm, like, working in there, whatever. And I walk out of the room, and I hear, like, a crash and glass break. And I walk back into the room, and right where I was standing, like, 30 seconds before that, his fucking picture fell off the wall, hit the ground, and shattered. He said, you're next, bitch. He said, don't put me up here. (laughs) I'm tired. Did of you this. take him back down, or did you just put him back up? No, no, no. Yeah, I put his picture in a drawer. Maybe my kids are fucking with me. Honestly. Okay. This is a would you rather fight one hundred duck sized horses or one horse sized duck? Um, one horse sized duck. You think you could take a horse sized duck? I mean, I didn't think I could take it, but I th- think I'd rather fight just one thing versus having to keep track of all of these duck-sized horses i don't know i've seen too many like war simulators where it's like (laughs) a thousand like this is sparta yeah but it's like a thousand penguins versus like 16 sharks you know like i (laughs) i watch that a lot i'd rather you watch that a lot yeah yeah i'm on a weird side of tiktok right now Mm. um i would rather just one 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 thing even if it's mm-hmm. big versus a bunch also horses ducks are mean ducks are mean but i i got chased by a duck at the park one time one of my grandma would pick me up from school she would always go to kfc and get a thing of those dry ass biscuits and she would pick me up from school and be like do you want to go feed the ducks and i'd be like yeah granny and then we would go to claiborne park to the pond where the ducks were and I would flick them, their little pieces of dry biscuit, and one chased me and bit me, and it hurt. And I cried, and we never went back. I don't know. I just, I feel like, I don't know. I just don't think I could take a lot of one thing, even if they're smaller. Cause like, that's not even that small. That's like a pretty hefty size. You know what? You're right. I guess I was thinking about duck chicklings. Yeah. Ducklings. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. Do you fold your fitted sheets? 
No. Okay. No, Good. I don't. Do you believe in aliens? Yes. Do you have an experience? Um, not really. I mean, I remember... Well, first of all, I've been to Roswell, New Mexico. So wow, I didn't know that about you. Yeah, I'm kind of mysterious. Um, I've been to Roswell, New Mexico, so I've experienced that, and um, that was enough to scare the shit out of me Why? as a child. Um, was it just the vibes? Everything was aliened out, like, oh, yeah. the Walmart. I, I was so scared because... I don't know. I was I was really thought that I was going to get like abducted in our hotel that we were staying at. I could not sleep because I was like, if I go to sleep, aliens are going to take me and they're going to shove stuff on my butt. I swear I. OK, I was going to answer this with a story because whenever I was a little kid, this was after the apartment thing. We moved into a house at this point. My dad had bought a house, so I had my own room. And I woke up in the middle of the night. And whenever I looked at the foot of my bed, there was two aliens standing there. And they were gray, and they were just like you would picture, like, a cartoon alien with, like, big, round, black eyes. And I don't know if I was dreaming or if I was awake, but I swear that I was abducted. The next morning, I woke up, I had weird bruises, like, in a triangle pattern, like, right here in my arm. But I, in, in my... That was just the Illuminati. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> then I guess I have bigger fish to fry. But in... From what I remember, I feel like it was a dream, but I also, it's one of those dreams where you, like, wake up. Where you, in your dream, you wake up and you're in your room. You know what I'm yeah. talking about, but you know you're dreaming. And that happened, and I just knew that I had been abduct abducted, and I knew that they had put something in my butt. But I had been at my mom's the weekend before, and I was seven or eight. And the only thing, the only cartoon she had was a VH VHS tape of the first season of South Park. So I was that like sense. eight years old, and like the first episode ever was Cartman with the anal probe. Yeah. So whenever I saw those aliens, whenever I like woke up the next morning, I was like, "Holy shit!" I was abducted, and they put stuff in my butt like Cartman. I remember like um, we were driving back, I think from like one of my brother's baseball games. So it was like pretty dark out, and um, I believe with my whole heart that I saw a UFO. And I remember I was like, "That was a UFO," and my parents were like, "Okay." I was like, no, that was a UFO. Like, I know. I know what I saw. Like, 100%. 100%. And, you know, now the government's, like, starting to release. They're trying to pass this law where, well, they call them UAPs now. They're not UFOs, but they call them UAPs. And they're, like, starting to release footage of, like, actual UFOs. And I think it's ignorant to think that there are not. Oh, yeah, 100%. The space, space is way too big for there not to be. Like, I... I don't genuinely believe that there's, like, these little green guys walking around. Yeah. But, like, I believe that humans exist in another world. Do you think it's humans? Or do I you mean, think that something we're... of the sort. I don't think that, like... I mean, I think it's stupid to think that... I think maybe they're not... Maybe not human, but, like, we evolved. Okay, so, like, we evolved from, like, a, mon a monkey, a caveman, or whatever, however you look at it. We evolved from that into a human. I think that there are there has to be like other species. Like even here there were other species of humans. Well, humanoid. You know. It's yeah. all subjective. No, no, I see where you're coming from. I just like I don't think a human could sustain life on like another planet. No, they can. Where? Mars? I don't know. It's too cold on Mars. 
there's other like oh galaxies galaxies and stuff stuff. like i fully believe i mean there's it's ignorant to think that this is the only planet that can sustain hello that can sustain life sustain human life like i mean the fact that this just so happened to happen on this world the possibility of it happening on other planets billions of other galaxies yeah like yeah no i agree I don't even want to get into that because I'm going to have like. Yeah, it's going to get political. <laughs> no, it's going to get For like. Me it is. It, it like screws me up in the brain when I start thinking about that because I'm like, wait a minute. Because <laughs> we're like so small in yeah. the scale of things. Like, yeah. yeah, it's so weird. Okay, well, that was fun. I feel like I learned a lot about you. Not like I didn't know anyway. So I have one more segment prepared and then we can get into this week's story. This is a little game I like to call Yeehaw. Or hell no. I'm going to give you a subject, and then you tell me if you give it a thumbs up with a yeehaw, or a thumbs down with a hell no. Okay. Let me skip through my index cards. Astrology. Astrology? Mm, Yeehaw, because it's interesting, but do I genuinely believe that... What I am a- the way that I am because I'm a Virgo. No. I you don't think, think that? No, I don't. I think it's interesting. I'm I'm really interested in it, but... Wait, you're a Virgo? I'm a Virgo. I thought you were a Scorpio. N- no. Oh. Okay. Um, interesting. I'm a Sagittarius. Yeah, I know. Oh, okay. I, I think that... I don't think that it makes up who I am as a human. Um, you think it's the mental illness that makes you up as a human? A hundred percent. Um... But I am definitely interested in it. I like reading about it. I'd like to know my horoscope and stuff like that. But And even then, I'm like, that's accurate. Like, that's right. But I don't think that it makes up who I am as a person. Yeah. Like, I'm interested in it. But, like... Like, your traits don't align to your zodiac. Yeah. Like, yeah, I am I mean, not who I am because I am a Virgo. It's simply because of the trauma that I've went through in my life. Same. But I am very much a Sagittarius, like... Sagittarius? A what? Sagittarius? Yeah. Sagittarius. Yeah, that too. (laughs) That's different. Okay, next one. Witchcraft. Yeehaw, yeehaw, yeehaw. Sorry. I did go through this phase where I had crystals. I keep them in my car still because I feel like they make me drive better. But (laughs) I know it sounds so dumb now that I think about it. But I feel like everybody kind of went through that phase, like, during COVID. Where we were all outside with, like, jars of water on a full moon, like, charging our moon water and stuff like that. You're saying no, but I still... I did it. I, will... I, I believe heavily in a placebo. And if it oh, works yeah. for you, it works for you. Um, but I it won't work for me because I don't believe in it. I do have to say, whenever we lived in that haunted house, we had... I ordered a bunch of white sage and Palo Santo wood. And you put it in a shell, and you light the sage and the wood, or you light the wood and you put it in the shell, and you walk around the house, and the smoke, like, you open all the windows, it did not work. (laughs) I did that to our house, and it did not work. That house was so haunted. I... I think it's a little witchy. Yeah, I believe that, like, like I said, I believe in placebo. Um, I don't think that it's... You believe in mass hysteria. Yeah. (laughs) So you were about to say mass genocide. Like, <laughs> yeah. You already talked about the Holocaust. Might as well make it weird. Okay, cults. 
Do I believe in them? Oh. Oh, no, no, no. no. Thumbs up or thumbs down? Thumbs down. You said, then you say hell, hell no. Um, I say hell no. Well, I say yeehaw only if it doesn't, if it, if the leader is not a former U.S. president. I say hell no because I don't know. I like, know. I'm interested in cults. I think it's fascinating to, like, the things that these people have gone through yeah. and the reason why they're doing what they're doing. Like, the, I think that's interesting. But, like, I am my own person. Do you think that you could get wrapped into a cult? I think I'm too headstrong. I don't believe anything that anybody says, first of all. I think I don't have the time to. Oh, yeah, that too. <laughs> like, I, I don't think... <laughs> They'd be like, yeah, a cult meeting this day. I'd be like, sorry, uh, kid has a football game. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. You're booked and busy. I'm, I'm booked and busy. I just couldn't, I couldn't see myself doing it, mainly because I don't like, I don't like groups to begin with, so. Sorry if you're in a cult. We don't um, mean to offend you. I do. Oh, Kirsten does. She's coming for you. <laughs> okay. Succubus. Succubus? Mm-hmm. Not Incubus. They're a great band. Oh. But the other one. I don't I don't know. Let me tell you why I ask. I had this dream not that long ago. Well, it was the nightmare. We're gonna say nightmare. That I was with my husband and we're in a single cab truck, which first of all, what are we doing? And we're driving down the interstate, okay? And I'm in the passenger seat and there is a succubus that is on the roof and the the window is cracked just a tiny bit. And it is, like, trying to stick its arm. Like, I can see its face through the windshield. It's sticking its arm through the window, trying to stick its fingers in my throat. And I'm screaming at him, roll up the fucking window. And he wouldn't. He was like, why? Like, he couldn't see it. That is some Andrea shit, though. Listen to me. I woke up from that nightmare because I felt this. Something tapping on my teeth. Like, I was sleeping with my mouth open. Something tapped on my teeth. And I woke up. That's weird. I do think our new house is haunted, though, because my kid won't go in there even in the daytime, even with the lights on. He says that there is a man with orange eyes in the corner on the side of the bed that I sleep on, and he's always there. I think that there's something, like, definitely attached to you. Like, I believe in spirits 100%. You've... I think so, too. I mean, after I had my youngest kid... Like, you had already left at that point, but I had postpartum psychosis. I know. So bad. I thought that there were, like, dead people in the yard. We, if we would go out drinking, it would get worse. I would think that there's dead people sitting at the bar. It you was said like, that there was somebody sitting on a truck at the lake. I don't even remember going to the lake. When was that? I don't know. You would went to the lake and you said that there was somebody sitting oh, on a tailgate. Yeah, I had a nightmare. Oh, well, this okay. So I don't have these nightmares like that anymore. But we was we stayed at the lake with our friends in their camper, and I had a nightmare that we were in my husband's truck and we were driving home from the lake. Like I w- I told him like I want to leave. I want to go home. So he said, "Get in the truck," and we're driving home from the lake and we're going down the highway. And then the road just broke off, and so the truck just and I'm just like slowly like watching us in the truck. Dive down into the water and then we die. Yeah. Anyways, thank God you're on medicine now. Oh yeah, thank God I'm medicated. That lithium's really doing me good. <laughs> Can we move on? I'm trauma dumping. Giants. Giants. Yeah. I mean, like giants that once like roamed the yeah. earth. Like the beanstalk. 
No. Oh. Hell you don't no. think that happened? I don't. I don't. I mean, it. it's ignorant of me to, like, say whether or not it did happen just because, like, anything could have happened. Yeah. Um, I believe in dinosaurs and then I believe in cavemen and evolution. But, like, I don't believe that there was, like, giants. I believe that there was probably, like, bigger people. But maybe not, like, Jack and the Beanstalk type, like of, type of shit. Like a foot that was shaved. Yeah. Less hair. Yeah. But, like, I don't believe in, like... I think there were giants, and I think they're responsible for Stonehenge and the pyramids. No, I'm just kidding. But, like, how did they do Stonehenge? How do you think that happened? Aliens? I don't want to get into that. Okay. Okay. We'll move on. Dragons. No. Hold on. I think it definitely could have happened. If you think about the flying dinosaurs. Okay, this is what I think happened. Yeah. This is what I think happened. I wrote it down. So I... Okay. I think that there were dragons. And I think that, like, a T-Rex or something started a rumor because his dragon buddy had, like, really bad acid reflux. And he was like, oh, my God. He's breathing fire over there. And then it just caught on. I hate you. <laughs> I do believe, I mean, obviously, you know, there were, like, dinosaur-like... Like a pterodactyl. Yeah, but, like, dragons as, like, we know them, I don't believe in that. I don't think maybe they didn't bring fire. Okay, moving on. Eighth studio album and 2021 Grammys album of the year, Folklore by Taylor Swift. Hell no. Stop talking. Okay. That one was just for me. <laughs> Ghosts. Like the band? Yeah, the band too. Yeehaw. Um, Love the band. I think they're doing really good. And I... Do you think they'll face out soon? The... No. I think they'll keep going. Um, they're I just d- getting better. I did go to their concert, and it was magnificent. I don't remember half of it, because I was pretty hammered, but it was awesome. We'll go again. But yes, I do believe in ghosts, so hell yes. Hell okay. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nah. What is the hell other one? Yeehaw. Oh, yeehaw. I don't even remember. I've already had a margarita. <laughs> yeah. I, I had, need another one. I've had a few things. Mediums. <sighs> this is what I was going to say. So this is what I want us to do. I want us to secretly have a mic under our shirt, and I want us to go see a medium and record it. Like, I I believe in mediums. Uh, there's more that I could say that I cannot say. You can say. Please say it. I, I, I know what you're going to say. What? We're going to have her on. <laughs> we'll we see. can't. Um, we can. No, we can't. But I, I, I believe in them, but I also believe that so many are a ho- hoax. Like, Long Island medium. Yeah. I don't believe in her. We should, like, delete our social medias before we go a medium and see if they can really tell us anything yeah i mean i don't i don't post my life on social media anyways okay um vampires this is the last one hell no hell no why i mean is this is this like what we fuck with oh yeah yeah we're oh, okay fine. do you fuck with them do no think real? <laughs> i think they're a little cringe not gonna lie like Ooh. i think dracula is like the most i'll fuck with because like i think the like whole Dracula lore is really interesting, but I'm really tired of vampires. Wow. 
that hurts to hear because I can't answer this one because I'm using it as a segue to this week's episode. Okay. Okay. <laughs> all right. Are you ready for the story about vampires? No. After all that banter about <laughs> vampires? Ah. Okay. Uh, we'll see. Well, you know I love the oldies, so let's take it back to the 18th century to the New England vampire panic. I don't like that it's called vampire panic. Well, they panic, bitch. They sure did. Okay, the concept of the vampire originated in Eastern Europe, specifically in Bulgaria, over a thousand years ago. And it began as a legend of the Slavic people and roughly translates to ghost monster. But Slavic vampires didn't have a physical body. They manifested as a spirit, so like a poltergeist, that spread disease and caused crisis in villages. So, originally vampires didn't drink blood or create other vampires with its bite. I mean, I'm just kind of taken back. What, because you didn't know that? I didn't know that either. No, I didn't know I didn't that. even know how to say Slavic. I had to Google the pronunciation. Yeah, you didn't know how to say Chernobyl either. Please stop. Stop talking. The word vampire first appeared in English in 1732, and for people at the time, a physical being that consumed blood made the quote, vampire, more believable and more scientific than supernatural. So witchcraft was decriminalized in 1735 in Great Britain and its colonies, so Europeans were moving past superstition and towards science. And they were like, yeah, we don't believe in ghost monsters. Like, garlic fearing, fat shape-shifting, blood drinking. We believe in that. But, okay, so in the 1700s, human blood was believed to have medicinal qualities and was widely consumed as medicine throughout Europe and America by people from all society levels. So poor people are doing it. Rich people are doing it. Everybody's on the blood. Did this start, like, the AIDS pandemic? Because what the hell? Andrew said the same thing, but I don't think so, because I think the AIDS was just the 80s. I feel like this should have happened way back when. I mean, if you're doing all this shit with blood, th- they probably had AIDS, and they were like, it's just a cold. <laughs> okay, um, but blood was cheap, and it was believed to be the vessel of the human soul. So a person drinking blood was a person drinking life. They must have lost their fucking minds whenever a girl had her period. Oh, my God. Think about that. Wh- They're like, no, 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 wait, wait, wait. Can you be in this cup right here? Yeah. <laughs> and quick. then started the period cup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the diva cup. So where are they getting this blood? Are they just, like, drawing each other's blood? And they're like... Uh, you know what? That was a good question. And I also... Hold on. Sorry. Okay. Go ahead. That also brings me back to, like, cannibalism. I mean, I guess that, you know, cannibalism is, like, the meat, but, like, I don't know. I feel like you would still have to have, like, some kind of disease from it. Mm-hmm. Drink that drink, bitch. It's blood. Okay, but at this time, human blood was used to treat everything from epilepsy to bad eyesight. They're like, oh, doc, I can't You're telling see. me I could stop wearing glasses if I just drank yeah. your blood? <laughs> <laughs> this, this idea, like, everybody drinking blood, that's what really helped move the idea of vampire from ghost monster to Dracula. Okay. Which you mentioned earlier. So psychic. Um, during the 19th century... Hold on. I'm uh, sorry. When I say Dracula, I meant Count Dracula. Count Wait, Chocula? Chocula. I hate chocolate. I'm more of a booberry. <laughs> I actually really like the Frankenberry. Mainly because it's pink. I can't have milk, actually. I don't eat cereal at all. You don't just eat it dry? Why would I do that? When milk? I was pregnant, I would just... Buy a box, put it in the fridge, and eat it cold. Like, what? Whenever so I was pregnant, I eat boudin with soy sauce on it. Oh. Yeah. I still weird. do that. Honestly. I drank 
I bought a bunch of those pickles from the gas station and I drank all of the juice from it. And then I was like chugging down hot sauce because I was just like craving vinegar and I shit myself. (laughs) (laughs) Please let me keep that in. That's fine. Okay. Wow. But you had like no cramps in your legs after that, huh? Oh, no, I didn't cramp at all. I mean, I had a lot of, like, heartburn. Yeah. I used to have heartburn. Uh, I'm going to say this, but we used to go to parties, and I would always drink Twisted Tea because I'm Southern. And Kirsten would have to, was it you or was it me that always had Zantac? Because we knew I was going to puke. You always had Zantac. Like, it was always in your car. You always had it with you. And if you didn't have it with you, we had to go to the store to go get it. Every single time. I know. We, like. Yeah. And even now, like, every time you do something, I'm like, you need your Zantac? You know, I had to stop drinking Twisted Tea. And I love it so much. But I had to stop drinking it because it really made me sick. It wasn't even that we were drinking Twisted Tea because we were Southern. It was because that's what was available. We could have had anything else. No, but that's that's what was always bought, like, in Mm. our friend group. They were always buying the bags of Twisted Teas. And all of the twisted, like, the big oh, boxes of them. Yeah, the variety pack with the yeah. half and half. The half and halves were the best. The half and halves are really good. Let's do this. <laughs> I forgot. Okay. During the 19th century, there are violent outbreaks of tuberculosis and other diseases that affected the lungs. Okay. This was referred to as consumption because the disease consumed the body over a long period of time, usually years. Very creative. But galloping tuberculosis killed very quickly. What the fuck is galloping tuberculosis? Tuberculosis. Bitch, I don't know. I don't know who came up with these names. Is it the same thing as just, like, regular tuberculosis? No, no, no. So, regular tuberculosis, it, like, took years to die from it. So, you're just, like, suffering for years. Yeah, I've played Red Dead, too. I... Okay. I never have. But galloping, it, like, killed you very quickly. Oh. So. Just say rapid tuberculosis. No, no, no. I have to say that. No, I know, but, like, why didn't they just say it? <laughs> galloping? Like, yeah, I don't know what the fuck that's about. I just imagine a horse coughing. Essentially. Um, it's the deadliest disease at the time, causing about 25% of deaths among the population and one out of four children didn't live to the age of five. You know what? That was probably AIDS. There's no way. It was, everybody was coughing. Yeah. It's tuberculosis. Have you not seen Easy e He was coughing. Easy. Oh, that's one of the uh, symptoms. I've never seen him. Did you? Yeah, I met him. I did. And he was coughing. Yeah, you never watched what's the movie? Straight out of Compton. Yeah, sorry. You never watched that? Yeah. He was coughing. That's one of the symptoms of AIDS. Okay, but it's tuberculosis. Like we know it was tuberculosis because they discovered the tuberculosis bacteria in eighteen eighty something. They didn't have the same machines. They didn't have any machines. Exactly. Okay. Well, let's just move on, please. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just going to say I think it's AIDS and not rat- galloping horse tuberculosis, whatever. Well, there was consumption and then there was galloping tuberculosis. They're two different. I mean, well, they're the same. But they're I think they're wrong. Um, I'm a doctor. Okay. Well, I respect your opinion then. It was AIDS. Uh, From the blood. Oh, well, okay. Medical professionals knew very little about the, these diseases and how to stop it. But they do know that it spreads very quickly to those that live under the same roof, and the results were usually fatal. So, back then, everybody would live, like, the whole family would live in a one-bedroom house, and the entire family is in one bed. I'd kill myself. I mean, I, I know it's different, because, like, you don't know anything else. Well, they couldn't afford that. more than one bed. 
So kill yourself. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Although now we know it's an airborne disease, in the 19th century, it was believed to be hereditary. What? Yeah. And you're telling me that they think that. Yeah. Yeah. But you were trying to argue <laughs> that they knew for sure. <laughs> no, no, no. So eventually they figured out those tuberculosis bacteria. But before that, you got it from your mom. Oh my god, you have your dad's eyes and your mom's scalloping tuberculosis. No. Just like Granny. <laughs> okay. so weird. Symptoms include bloody cough, a high fever, and visible wasting of the body. But usually when someone shows symptoms, it had already been spread to everyone around them. Do you want to know what the symptoms of AIDS are? If you really are. Are you an advocate? For AIDS? I just, I don't know, all this blood, it just, it's weird. Look, talk your shit, you know? Uh, right here. Even though the tuberculosis bacteria was officially discovered in 1882, medicine encountered the disease didn't become widespread until the 1940s. I don't believe you. That's fine. (laughs) Uh, common, quote, treatments, unquote, for consumption are rest, brown sugar, Horseback riding. That's for the galloping one. Are you for sh- for real? Yes. And bloodletting. So you had a question earlier. Bloodletting is the practice of withdrawing blood from a patient to combat disease. They thought if they just let all your blood out, you'd be cured. They just take the sick blood. They just take all of it. That's why 20 for, 25% of people died, I'm sure. I can't imagine like waking up on my death and being like, Hold on, I gotta go ride a horse. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's the weirdest. What thing. if that's why they called it galloping tuberculosis? Yeah, I mean, I'd imagine so. You gotta ride a horse on it. Like, oh my god, get sick, basket. I'm feeling a call. <laughs> Man, last night, last week, you were so sick. What happened? Oh, I rode a horse about a mile. <laughs> Cured me right up. All right, but. Panicked New England citizens believed that there was a more sinister explanation for the consumption outbreak. George and Mary Brown live on a farm in Exeter, Rhode Island, with their three children. Okay. Mary Olive, Mercy, and Edwin. But due to damage from the Civil War and all the young men leaving the town for jobs on the railroad, the population is sparse. And this is important because the idea of the vampire was not even a thing in the city. Like, it was rural areas only because they were less educated. And I'm looking at you because we live in a rural area. Like, Are we stupid? I, Is this rural? 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 Yeah. I can't say that. I'd say because, like, we're not in a big city. You're not. You also live, like... I do have a farm. Yeah. Anyway. Look. Um. Also... At this time, only about 4% of the population, of the rural population, belonged to a church. I feel like I need to say that. Because, you know, I'm sure Jesus people don't believe in vampires either. (laughs) Don't. (laughs) Okay, whatever. The family is devastated when Mary Brown, the mom, contracts consumption and dies in 1883. Less than a year later, 20-year-old Mary Olive also gets sick and dies. Okay? She must have had the galloping one. Her, her father also probably had it. No, 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 he didn't have it. 
No, no, no. I'm telling you. I was saying because they thought that. Oh, you... <laughs> no, but her mom died. She got it from her mom. Yeah, but the father's genes. No, he lives. Spoiler alert. Um, Edwin also contracts the disease, but he leaves for Colorado Springs because they believe the cold, dry air was a cure for consumption. You know what you could really use? Some cold, dry Colorado air. On the back of a horse. On the back of a horse. And you'll be feeling better in no time. The more, more, the more you talk about, <laughs> I hate England. <laughs> Let me preface that. This is New England, not the old one. I love New England. Mm. I'm going there in July to see my cousin. You've got cousins? Yeah, they're in New York. Oh. Yeah, yeah, That's New yeah, England. that's worse. The thought of going to New York really stresses me out. Oh my god, I love it. Every time I'm there, I feel like I belong there. Like, well, you also stress me out, so. Like, I don't know, I don't... I don't know who I am. I don't belong here. I live on a fucking farm, and I hate bugs and snakes. And I go to New York, and I'm like, wow, there's only rats here. You're and kind. I feel at home. Yeah. I'm a rat in the pantry. Um. Okay, so Edwin gets the disease. Yeah, 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 whatever. Mercy is just a child when her mother and sister die, but she, too, eventually contracts tuberculosis. Her symptoms come and go for many years until she dies in January of 1892. When Edwin finds out that she is dead... He comes back, but he's just, like, continually getting sicker. Instead of sending a doctor, the town prays for him. But some of the townsfolk believe that the cause of all the death in the family is because one of the brown women was not truly dead, but a vampire that was preying on Edwin, draining him of his life. Against his better judgment, George, the dad, allows locals to exhume the bodies of his wife and two daughters in May of 1892. 18... 92 dude this was not that long ago this was was not last year yeah well i mean if you think about the salem witch trials was in the 1600s like that was a long time ago but 1892 yeah half of manhattan had electricity we had cars video cameras come on i don't know so this is what was said about mary and mary olive's remains quote some of the muscles and flesh still existed in a mummified state, but there were no signs of blood in the heart. The body of the first daughter, Mary Olive, was then taken out of the grave, but only a skeleton with a thick growth of hair remained. Unquote. What? Gross. I wasn't like mold? Do you mold whenever you die? Mold grows on like everything. That's true. Maybe it wasn't, maybe it was real dry. Well, I guess it wasn't because he wouldn't have went to Colorado if it was dry. Yeah. Fuck if I know. But when they open the coffin of Mercy, they are shocked to see that she is in perfect condition. She has not decomposed at all. They all agree that she is definitely a vampire. Definitely. (laughs) Her chest is ripped open, her heart is removed, burnt on a nearby rock, and then the ashes from that are mixed with tonic. Edwin drinks it. What the? And you know they fucking raw dog that shit. They didn't yeah. have gloves on. They just cracked her chest open. A tuberculosis victim stuck their hand in there. Raw dogged it. Um, the theory is that this will cure him, but he dies two months later. What a theory. Yeah. You know what? You know what you need? Your sister's heart ashes with tonic, though. With tonic, of course. You can't just um. So there are rumors that the lore surrounding Mercy Brown 
inspired Bram Stoker to write Jack- Dracula. Because whenever he died, he had, like, all these archives of papers. And he wrote it three years after this happened. And one of the, uh, some of the archives that he had were, like, newspaper clippings of this story. In with his, like, little Dracula folder. Okay, here's the thing. Mary dies in the middle of a New England winter. And, like, we're in Texas, so even the winter, we're still in Satan's ass crack. But the winter in New New England is just brutal. One time I was leaving New York, okay, and the flight got delayed because there was an ice storm in New York. It was August. So if you think about this was, I don't know, like January or something? Yeah. It's cold there. The frozen ground was too hard for a grave to be dug. So she is placed in an above-ground crypt. It's literally a freezer. Okay. On the first thaw, they buried her in the ground that is still cold. They, so in layman terms, they made her a popsicle. And even though Edwin died, the father and the neighbors didn't contract consumption, so they believed that the ritual had worked. But Mary's case was not the first or the last. Usually, family members or neighbors would participate in, in exhuming the bodies, but other times, town fathers would vote on who they believed to be vampires. The town fathers. Oh my god. Ian, I swear if you ever... He's gonna get sick of me one day and be like, she's a vampire. Both clergymen and medical doctors would give their blessing. The clergy? The clergyman. The churchman. Different kind of father. A bloated corpse, blood around the mouth, and blood in the heart was taken as a sign that the corpse was a vampire and responsible for continuing the spread of consumption. Those are just like normal things I feel like happen to you whenever you are dead. You are dead. In parts of Massachusetts and Maine, bodies were simply flipped over and then put back in the grave. In Connecticut and Vermont, villagers would remove the heart and livers with their hands and light them on fire. In Rhode Island, families would burn all of the organs, cut off the head, and rebury the body. The hearts were burned, and the inflicted, so the sick people, would inhale the smoke and eat the ashes. When rural Rhode Islanders moved to Connecticut, the locals would refer to them as uneducated and vicious. Uh, there are also reports of people stuffing the body's mouth with garlic and sticking them through the heart, but I couldn't find where because I made that up. What? What? <laughs> if enough time had passed and there was nothing but skeletal remains and no sign of soft tissue, New Englanders had to, had to decide as to whether the corpse was undead. If it was decided that they were in fact vampires, they would rearrange the bones and sometimes take the legs out to prevent the vampire from leaving the grave. Could you imagine just, like, coming back from the dead? You're like, whoa, <laughs> why is my femur you where my patilla supposed to be? Your patilla, not the patilla. <laughs> you're in a little ghost walk, and then you come back, and you're like, wait a minute. Where's my leg? On February 4th, 1817, 20-year-old Frederick Ransom dies of consumption. Shocker. Frederick was a Dartmouth College student from a well-respected family in Woodstock, Vermont. His father was afraid that his dead son would attack his family, so he had Frederick's body exhumed. Frederick's heart was removed and burned on a blacksmith's forge in front of a crowd of hundreds. How do they even see it if there's so many people? Oh my god, let me get to the front. I can't see the heart. It's so tiny. (laughs) However, his mother, sister, and two brothers died shortly after. And it's so it's strange that he was caught up in the vampire panic because it was more prominent in rural areas with less education. And he was in college and, like, his family was affluent and all that stuff. That's like Kim Kardashian being like, North? 
Could you imagine just like passing out, like not truly dying, but just like passing out and then like coming to and everybody's like, yeah, he's a fucking vampire. No, it was like they were dead dead. No, I know. But like oh. if the case was to happen, like, oh, yeah. Do you know how betrayed I would feel if I came back and everybody was spectating that I was, I mean, they'd probably kill him if, you know, he passed out. He's a witch. Whatever. But mm-hmm. like just knowing that somebody thinks that I'm a vampire. That's crazy. That is crazy. And it was like. Especially not. if it's. My husband. In 1799, also in Exeter, Rhode Island, successful apple orchard owner, Stuckley Tillinghase. That is a fucking name. Okay. He has a nightmare that half of his apple trees die and wither away. Shortly after, Stuckley's daughter, Sarah, becomes ill and quickly dies of consumption. A few weeks later, another daughter, Ruth, also falls ill. Ruth claims that Sarah is the one making her sick as she came back in the middle of the night and sat on different parts of her body, causing her great pain. What? Yeah. So her sister dies, and then she gets sick, and then she's like, Mom, Sarah's ghost is sitting on my arm again, and it hurt. That's crazy. Not long after this, Ruth dies. Sarah visits all of the Tillinghaste children, and after their sister visits them, one by one, the children become sick and die. Honor, Stuckley's wife, also receives visits from Sarah in the middle of the night. And to save the remaining Tillinghaste children and their mother, neighbors suggest that Stuckley have the family's bodies be exhumed. All had decomposed, as expected, except for one. You want to guess who it was? I don't like this. All right, fine. <laughs> Although Sarah had died first, her eyes were still wide open heart full of fresh blood, and her nails and hair had grown. Her heart was removed and burned. One Tillinghaste boy was too ill to recover, but the ritual did help honor the mother because she quickly recovered. Seven out of Suckley's children had died, proving that his nightmare had come to fruition, except he had lost half of his children instead of half of his orchard. In 1789, Congressional Minister Captain Isaac Burton marries his first wife, Rachel. Soon after they married, Rachel becomes ill. After a year of suffering from the effects of consumption, she dies. One year later, Isaac marries Hulda Powell, and shortly after, Hulda too falls ill. Her family urges Isaac to have the remains of his first wife exhumed in hopes that burning her organs would save Hulda. He agrees, and Rachel's liver, heart, and lungs are removed and burn in a blacksmith's shop. Between 500 and 1,000 people attend the ceremony. That's I would be livid if my fucking husband remarries after a year and they dig me up and do me like that. I'm haunting all them bitches. Oh, 100%. I'd be going in there and sitting on all their body parts. Yeah. <laughs> She dies in September of 1793. It didn't even work. Following Hulda's death, locals reasoned that perhaps Rachel was not a vampire, but a witch. Oh my god. No, it couldn't be the fucking tuberculosis and the fact that she was fucking coughing all in front of her husband. She's a witch, clearly. Just say you hate women. I hate women. In his journal entry, uh, this one fucking gets me, dude. Okay. In his journal entry of September 26, 1859, American naturalist, poet, and philosopher Henry Thoreau noted, quote, The savage in man is never quite eradicated, 
I have just read of a family in Vermont who several of its members having died of consumption just burned the lungs and heart and liver of the last deceased in order to prevent any more from having it, unquote. Fucking Thoreau. He's like one of the most famous philosophers ever. Thoreau. Oh. Well. <laughs> I'm, okay, whatever. I didn't, I, I don't know anything it's about okay. anything. I mean, it's okay. Uh, well, I was a um, political science major for like two years. <laughs> I get kicked out. But a lot of it was philosophy. He was like the head bitch in charge. Not important enough for me to know about him. That's okay. That's okay. Uh, it was real to me. Okay. At the time, Thoreau himself had been battling tuberculosis, of which he would die three years later. Although in his case, no one seems to have suspected vampire involvement. That's because he's a man. That's because he was smart. As for the episode to which Thoreau referred, it's likely the 1790s ordeal of the Spalding family. Is that the people who made basketballs? No, no, no. It has a U. Oh. S-P-A-U-L-D. Spalding. Spalding. No, I feel like it's Spalding. It's Spalding. Okay. To each their own. Having lost six of his 11 adult children to consumption, Lieutenant Leonard Spalding was desperate. When yet another daughter grew ill, the body of the most recently deceased child was dug up and the vital organs removed and burned. Imagine digging up your own child. Mm, couldn't be me. Incidentally, one vampire-adjacent belief of the day was that vines would grow between buried caskets and that once all of the burials in a plot had been so connected, another family member would die. Wait, when, what? Okay, so they believed that... Because <clears throat> back then you buried everybody like in the yeah. same... Yeah. So they're all beside each other. They believed that if there were vine, like there would be a vine growing and attaching each casket. So once it got to like the last one, then like the next was one die. was ready to die. Yeah. That's weird. They're stupid. <laughs> when Spalding's son Reuben was buried in 1794, his grave was set apart from those of his other family members to break the chain. Hi. Hey, guys, got another one. Can you put this one across the street? So, because to like break the chain. Because once it got to the last one, like, another one would die, okay? So, they thought that it got to the last casket, so Reuben died. They thought that's why he died. Okay, but, like, I don't know. If you're breaking the chain, you're yeah. just starting a new chain, no? No, because it's just one. Yeah. Look, I don't know. Take it up with the Spalding. <laughs> okay. In 1845, 24-year-old Lemuel Ray dies of consumption. His death was followed by that of his father a few years later and then his brother. Three years later, when Lim's oldest brother Henry fell ill, the family took drastic measures, exhuming the men's body and burning their organs. Despite their efforts, Henry dies. Maybe because... Don't do that. Yeah. In the 1990s, a few miles from the Ray farm, some kids are playing in a field when they discover a skull. Further investigation revealed an unmarked graveyard where 29 bodies were buried. Archaeologists determined that one of the bodies, which showed signs of tuberculosis, had been dug up and reburied with the head removed and turned face down, and the femur bones arranged on the chest in the shape of a cross formation. The only marking on the grave was the initial JB. Justin Bieber. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Jay, yeah! And he... <gasps> 
that's why he's here now and famous. He's a vampire. Oh my god, reincarnated. No, he's a vampire. Oh, yeah. Vampire. I don't know. They took his legs. No, no, no. They didn't. They just put his legs in the shape of a cross on his chest. Yeah, he was oh very good. They just okay. snapped him back on. <laughs> oh, there they are. <laughs> Vampirism was not something that people jumped to immediately. Usually, it was neighbors or older family members who were accustomed to superstition that would convince a grieving family that more devastation would come to the family if the bodies of the dead were not exhumed and ritualized. Consumption is a long, slow, brutal illness, and I'm sure it was unbearable to watch someone die from it, let alone more than one. Ooh, I just can't imagine digging up my kid. I can't imagine digging anybody up. Like, that's so... They must have liked the oldies. It's, like, so <laughs> old school. It's so weird. Like, just rest in peace, my guy. Like, no, they're vampires. That's fine. After being told that medically nothing could be done to save a loved one, it's not a far stretch that people would consider the supernatural. So as fascinating as these supernatural incidences are, in reality, these are tragic, heartbreaking accounts of people so panicked and so grief-stricken that they let themselves believe in archaic, outdated folklore on the smallest chance that it would save their loved one. They're like, the doctor said we couldn't do anything. Let's just try digging up grandma and burning her. I gotta save little Joseph. Like, it's just so weird to me. You know what the weirdest part is? That the New England vampire panic spanned through the 18th and 19th centuries. The 19th? That is so fucking wild. Yeah, the first story I told you about Mercy, she was like the last one. After that, they were like, look. It's 1893. Let's maybe... Oh, also, whenever that happened, whenever they dug her up, they ha- the people in the big cities already knew that tuberculosis was, like, a bacteria. So they already knew that it was a sickness. It was the people in rural areas who, like, what are they going to do, Google it? Yeah. What are they going to WebMD? I've got a bad cough, and I'm galloping a lot. Do I have galloping tuberculosis? Should I ride a horse? No. Should I be in the dry cold versus the wet cold? <laughs> exactly like how did they they just didn't know it's wild also no i'm not gonna say that what i've had too much to drink i am not sharing that okay i will say this generally if you go to like there's no there's a cure they they found a cure for tuberculosis obviously because nobody has it but it's not like a vaccine that we get it's not like in the dtap or whatever but if you go to jail, they give you a shot on your arm, and if it bubbles up, you have tuberculosis. Yeah, um, and they, they still test for tuberculosis. No, I, I know. I'm just saying it's like if you go to jail yeah. and you're gonna be there for more than like three days, you're getting that tuberculosis shot. Yeah, I think our pharmacy used to do like a skin test. I don't know exactly what it entailed, but people would come in in there all the time. Like when I first started working there, they'd be like, "Do you guys do the tuberculosis?" tuberculosis test and i was like be so for real you must like the oldies tuberculosis no. like arthur morgan tuberculosis <laughs> i didn't think that i don't know I, I thought it was like the plague like it wasn't like something that was still around yeah until same i realized that our pharmacy tested for it it's like, crazy well, and it just went away they found a cure yeah and they just gave everybody the cure and then it just 
went away. I mean, people still do get it, but... No, no. It went away. It's no more. Now it's called AIDS. <laughs> you knew it. You were right. Um. Okay, yeah. And that is the story of the New England vampire panic that spanned through the 18th and 19th centuries entirely too long. And not that long ago. That was just them being fucking stupid. They were panicking for no reason. I mean, panic over tuberculosis, but like... I don't know. I think I'd rather live and be like, yeah, my loved one died of tuberculosis, rest in peace, versus like going through this whole thing of being like, they were a vampire. Here's the thing. My grandma, who raised me, you know that, she was so fucking superstitious about everything. I 100% know that that bitch would have thought we were all vampires and would have had every one of us dug up. 100%. We just, like, now nobody's really superstitious anymore. Yeah, that's true. It's just, like, I have these weird things because she put these weird things into my head because she was old. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I see an owl and I'm like, oh my god, something is gonna happen and it's gonna be bad. Winston? I mean, like, I have my superstitions, but, like, that's a little far. (laughs) That is a reach. That is such a reach. Um, but yeah, that's it for episode one of The Alternative. I think that you did a great job. Should we kiss? Let's make out. We should just say bye. Oh. Bye. This is an Arcan Media production. Researched by Holly Statham. Theme song by Ian Ernest and Blake Nugent. This episode was mixed by Holly Statham and Ian Ernest. Sources for this episode are available on arcanmedia.com and are listed in the show notes. Follow us on Instagram at y'all underscore pod and TikTok at The Alternative. Have you ever had a close encounter with the supernatural? Share your experience with us at arcanmedia at outlook.com.